Hello, everyone. Welcome to Peace of Authenticity Podcast. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Jordan. And we are the Andersons. In 2020, the Lord really challenged us on starting our own podcast. And so we invite you to join us on the journey of following Jesus every day. So let's grow together and learn together. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? Hello. Welcome back. Week two. Week two. Week two, season three. Yeah, that did sound weird. Three, Is that why three, you were looking at three. me like yeah, that? Yeah, because I was caught up by like, it. Yeah. What? So listen, we we got a lot of cool responses from yes. the Olive Tree episode last week. It was so cool. Like, so cool. Well, and you could tell we were super pumped about it. Like, oh man. It super was just pumped. like, I, yeah. can I just, wait, did I already say it last time? I bought an Olive Tree. So it's coming, right? Didn't you two, get one for me? Two olive trees. Two. So one of you lucky went... I'm just kidding. No. I'm going to keep two olive trees. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have an olive tree in our house so that that way... And, and I think that what's cool about that, and you know, we're not throwing shade on anybody because you don't have an olive tree, but <laughs> um, but I, I just think it's going to be cool to have it in our house. So it's going to yeah. be a constant reminder that we're grafted in. So yeah. I think that that battles pride. And we're also going to graft our olive trees. That's why we have two. No, because I'll kill it. <laughs> no, and it'll ruin everything yeah. you ever believed. So, so anyway, welcome. Welcome to episode two. So uh, this is what we're going to do. All right. So oh. we were breaking this down. And we have like a lot of good stuff that, oh that we want to, that we want to talk about. So good. Um, but so here's the thing. When you start diving into scripture for real, uh, so many things pop out to you. And like we've said yeah. many times on the pod, everything is in there for a reason. Every description, every, everything that the writers put in there, it was there on purpose and for a purpose. Yes. And so this is what we're going to do. Over the next this week and the next week, and maybe the next. I don't. And even maybe know. the next. It might continue. I don't know. But we're literally come. This is literally coming out in Matthew twenty five, and we're gonna call this pod in the next one at least, maybe even more. We're gonna call it the Good Shepherd. Yeah. All right, because this is coming out of Matthew twenty five, and so we're just gonna go ahead and get started now. And it's Matthew twenty five, and it starts in verse thirty one. This, this heading, if you're looking at it, like in your Bibles or whatever, it starts off in bold as the final judgment. So that usually means that we should pay attention. Pretty intense. Pretty intense. So when the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, then He will sit on His glorious throne. Before Him will be gathered all the nations, and He will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And He will place the sheep on His right, but the goats on His left. Is that where we're stopping, or are we going to go more? That's where you said. Or is it through 34? Oh, 34, yes. Yeah, and then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. All right, so that was Matthew 25, verses 31 through 34. 34. Yeah, so today, this is what we're going to dive into. Excuse me. We're going to focus on the area of why goats and why sheep. Why? Why? If you would have asked me up until we started studying this stuff in our Israel trip. Yes, the Israel trip also. <clears throat> we didn't even bring that up again, but this whole like season Israel yeah. experience. Yeah. Our, yeah, experience. it's all it's all based from Israel and then our expansion 
from from there on studying further. Yeah, and so I you could have always told I was a pastor. We were pastors for six years or something. You Man, that? Yeah, probably. yeah, six years. Yeah, and and I always knew this parable. I knew goats. I knew sheep. I knew, but I never really knew why. And this is the beauty of really diving into the Bible is because then when you dive into it, you really understand what the goats do, what the yeah. sheep do. Well, and that's what we're going to talk about Because all today. we knew is sheep good, goats bad. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I just heard it in my head and I had to do it. So I need to apologize. That, that was really me, bad. That reminded me of Aladdin when he's like, be yourself. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> go ahead, Jordan. Um, oh, yes. So, let me go. <laughs> so good. Go ahead and redeem yourself. No. So yeah, so we, we're we're going to talk about that today. So we're going to talk about the importance of, uh, or we're, we're actually going to in this first part, yeah. we're going to bring to the table um, what they bring to the table, what they the goats bring to the table. and the sheep. So so yeah. we'll start with the goats first because they actually bring a lot more to the table with um, back then in the culture. Well, you probably should tell them the, the Bedouin context, the Bedouin context about about everybody, like why. Why goats? Oh, why they would even be talking about? Yes, sheep and, a huge, sheep and goats. huge industry, like a huge industry in Israel back then was shepherding. I mean, yeah. everyone was shepherding, and the people that shepherded it was mostly in the desert too, the Judean wilderness. And there were people called the Bedouins, which was like Abraham, and you know where they lived in like tents, mm-hmm. and they shepherded goats and sheep. Is that how yeah. you say it? Shepherded. I just want to make sure. It's sure. The goats would always, um, they had a plentiful amount of milk, which of course they would turn into certain milk products, you know, depending on what they wanted made. Um, Their meat tasted similar to venison. They loved the meat. Um, The hair. Deer hunters out there. Yeah. You might like goat. You might like goat. Try it. I don't know. Yeah. But don't steal someone's goat. Anyways, um, the goat hair, they used a lot for tent making and things like that. And Mm -hmm. then the goat skin. um, I'm sure you've heard of the saying wine skins. So they would would use the skin, dry it out, and use it as like water bottles, wine skin, um, leather even. Yeah. You could turn it into leather. So there were a lot of different things that goats brought to the table. Yeah. So, and I even think, um, okay, so you, you have to understand, right? When Moses is leading the Israelites, they're nomadic. They're, they're moving all the time. Mm-hmm. So everyone lives in tents, right? They come into the promised land. All of the Israelites are nomadic Bedouin type people. Mm-hmm. So goats brought a lot to the table. They, 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 you know, they use their hair for certain things. Their skin is what they made their tents out of. So you're thinking millions of Hair. of Israelites yeah. are all living in tents. So goats were extremely useful. Yeah. And and you know what's crazy in Israel? Like if you drive on the highway through the Judean wilderness, there's still Bedouin people. You see yeah. them. Like it's kind of crazy to see yeah. th- them still out there shepherding goats and sheep. It's really Yeah. Cool. We were literally in the Midbar Desert. Brad Gray was doing <laughs> oh a gosh. teaching. And then on the mountain behind us... Two shepherds uh-huh. brought their goats over like on the mountain and it was just, it, it was, was so It was cool. so on time with yeah. what Brad was saying and he made this joke. He's like, oh, they were a little bit late, but yeah, they, were they a little are. Bit late. And so people like, literally yeah. thought maybe Brad like paid a shepherd <laughs> to show up and he's like, just so we're clear, I didn't. Like that was so the Lord and yeah. his timing. But it was like so, it yeah. was just amazing because he's like... Wow, and right over there, I thought it was a joke because we turned and we're like, what the heck? And that's yes. a shepherd and goats. Are you kidding me? It was so cool. Oh my gosh. And so anyways, that's what goats are good for. They're good for mm. many, many things. And then for sheep, they are good for their wool. 
which yeah. would keep Make you know blankets people warm, and, stuff. and their meat that they would eat sometimes ceremoniously. Yeah, and that's so, it. So, <laughs> so if you if you really break that down, right? Like you're looking at you're looking at goats, and you're saying, man, they they produce all this for the community. Like without goats, the the people don't survive. And and I mean, sheep brought that you know they were available for sacrifices, yes, you know, for yeah. meat. And and they were sheared once a year. Yes. To to make to make the so that the wool that, that people wool used to keep people warm was available once right. a year. Right, but that's literally nothing compared to the production that the goats make. And so you have to ask yourself the question: Why does God tell us that He wants us to be sheep instead of goats? Yeah. Why does the good shepherd choose sheep? Right, because now. Like, let's think of this from from an American lens, right? Oh, like no. from from a, from an American lens, if that's how we were supposed to read the Bible, we'd be going, uh, no, I'm pretty sure God wants us to be goats because we need to always be producing. We yeah. need, you know, I, I work my I work my tail off to do all this stuff, and then like, so so what a lot of us do, or what ha- we I've been guilty of it in the past is I do 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 do, and then at the end of it, I go, oh yeah, but God gets all the glory when. None of those do, 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 do's was ever anything that the Lord was like, Aubrey, I want you to do that. None of the things God wanted you to do, 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 do. Yeah. None of those things. <laughs> Which they're not bad. You know, usually right. they're not and bad then, things. Yeah, they're not, but... they're not terrible things, but, but literally you're sitting here going, most of us have a focus on what can I bring to the table to where God can use yes. it. And, and for the most part, goats were irreplaceable among the Bedouin people, they brought, I mean, Jordan just read it off. You got milk and you got milk products. You have meat, hair, skin. They're literally, they made the the wine skins that, I mean, that's another reference in the Bible, but like water bottles, everything was all from the goats. They produced all of this and the sheep only had two things that they brought to the table. And probably some people could find other things if yeah. they only had sheep, but ultimately yeah, for right. the industry, that's what sheep were Therefore, the wool and the meat. Yeah, so so you have to ask that question: Why why sheep? Whenever we read a little more to you guys or tell you guys a little more about goats, you might also see more of similarities between Americans and goats. And goats. No, no offense. Yeah, okay? we're American. Yeah. So tell. <laughs> okay. So so here's why. Here's why. Tell okay. tell them about the sheep. So oh, the sheep. Oh, we love the sheep. Okay, this is what the sheep represent. Okay. Um, whenever you read through certain scriptures and even like what you know about how the sheep act. Okay. Mm. Um, they're usually very content in the situation that they're in. Um, they follow their shepherd. They're always following the shepherd. They know the shepherd's voice. I think that's probably going to remind you guys of some scriptures. They peacefully move forward with the flock. The flock stays together. When shepherd, when, when sheep are shepherded, they stay together and they move as one. Okay. Um, they go where the shepherd directs. They follow the shepherd's leading. They are meek. They are humble and they are relational. Mm. They actually build a relationship with the shepherd and the shepherd will name his sheep and they know their name and they know their shepherd's voice. And it's, yeah. I have chill bumps. So it's mm. precious. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when, when, when the Lord is literally telling us, he says that, that, in the final judgment, I'm going to come and I'm going to separate the goats from the sheep. It, it literally paints this picture of the sheep are affectionate toward mm-hmm. their master. Mm-hmm. And even still to this day, I just I just read an article online where 
they they were they interviewed this guy that that spent some time studying among the Bedouin, like the shepherd people of Israel, and he said that um, they would name the sheep, like, and it might be just you know a silly name or whatever, but the sheep know their name, mm-hmm. right? And the goats just do whatever the heck they want. <laughs> Like I've met a few goats and that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, so you, you're, you're, we're asking the question, why sheep? Okay. So we just, we just listed off a few things of, of what make the sheep sheep, right? Now here is the response of what the goats do. This is what goats are like and what goats represent. Okay. This, uh, strong mindedness. Okay. Singleness of purpose. I think that's super intentional. So really just think about what I said about the sheep and what I'm reading now about the goats, just really in your mind, put those together. Um, leadership rather than following. Um, they are impulsive and unpredictable. They are never content with what they have and they hate to be confined. So they usually escape. So shepherds deal a lot with goats getting out of the pen, running off, all that fun stuff. And they're not good followers. And they are actually um, people that have studied them and studied what the agriculture and, and the like forests, I wouldn't even say Israel has forests, but the trees that they had have been damaged a lot because goats will just eat whatever. They will eat all the bark off a tree. They'll eat anything they can reach that is vegetation and they will even eat the root out. Okay. So they really, um, actually say that goats are a main issue (laughs) with like how Israel it's forestization now because of kind of goats. They're the problem a little bit. All the years of jokes running around doing whatever they want. They're just like, YOLO, I'm going to eat it all, even the root, and it never grows back. And so those are a few things about goats. Well, and I even see a connection there between, um, you know, like I know a lot of people aren't all super green, you know, with the world and taking care of our resources and taking care of the earth and stuff like that. But it kind of even makes me see a connection of the difference between sheep and goats or the, you know, these big corporations that are dumping waste into the oceans or into Mm -hmm. all these things like that. And it really just breaks it down. You can really tell from the outside, is that person, you know, sheep or goats? Because the difference is in what Jordan was talking about, goats will eat vegetation all the way down to the root and sheep will only eat it down to a certain size. And I really think it's because they, um, they're they just naturally wired to eat it to that certain size so it can grow back. Yeah. And goats will eat the whole thing to where it won't grow back again. They just consume everywhere. And that's yes. a huge word for Americans as well. Oh my because gosh, we're just a bunch of consumers. We're the, yeah, we're the biggest consuming nation in the world. And, and something that really stuck out between goats and sheep is the fact that goats are single in their purpose hmm. and sheep move as one. And it gives me chill bumps because us as Americans, we're so single-minded in our purpose. Like how many of you guys, like me included, I know Aubrey, both of us, we've talked about what is God's calling for my life? What's my purpose? What's, mm. What am I here for? Me, me, me. Even if you listen to um, Christian music that's super popular right now, it's me, me, me. I want you to count how many me's and count how many eyes. You don't hear many hour us 
we, you don't hear that. You hear me, 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 I, I, I. Mm. And it, it, it creates a self-love that is not healthy. It creates like a self-absorption and a self like I, I'm going to look out for myself before anybody else. And it's so against how Christ has envisioned the church and how he wants the church to be. And so I really feel like a lot of us don't truly know how the church is supposed to be because we have a lot of that mindset like a goat to where we think I, 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 me, me, me. Yeah. Once a week we get together with a lot of people and it's really cool to hear us all sing together and say hi to everybody, but I'm back to me, me, me on Monday. Mm. And it's just not how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to be in step with others. We're supposed to be, you know, following one another who are following, you know, like Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. I feel like we always say that, but it's just so good. And so that was a huge contrast that I saw between the sheep and the goats. And it's so true to what we deal with in America. You have to be really, really objective and really, really intentional about not having that me, 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 and I, I, I mindset. Yeah. Well, I think that the the goat mindset is because it's because of that single mindedness, we think, okay, well, what do I need to do to produce for myself? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so it's like, I'm going to do this because it's what's best for me. And this is what I need to do. And, and all this stuff. When, when a, a sheep mentality is basically, if the Lord doesn't tell me to do it, if my shepherd isn't guiding me to do it, yeah. I'm going to stay put right yeah. where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And I think that the beautiful part is um, we got to see this in real life when we were in the Midbar Desert in Israel. We saw those two shepherds coming across with their with their goats, and they were all over that oh, mountain, goats. all over the side of that hill. They were all over the place, <laughs> and and like none of them stuck together. They were scattered. Some of them were up high. Some of them were down low. They were all just doing whatever they wanted to do. And and here's the other thing that you have to. I mean, this is kind of like a little small segue to the other side. But when when the Bible talks about paths of righteousness. The illustration for that is like the trails on the side of the mountains that goats and sheep make, mm-hmm. actually sheep, because they all stay in a certain line so that you can see lines across the mountains. Yeah. And that's what the Bible is referencing when it says paths of righteousness. So yeah, when David cool. or the psalmist says, he leads me down paths, like he leads me in paths of righteousness. That's what he's saying. That's the imagery that he's looking at. And so we're watching these goats and they're all over the place. There's, they're like, they're up and they're down and they're all, but the sheep mentality is once the shepherd, they follow the shepherd's voice. And once the shepherd talks to them, they fall in line one at a time, lining up behind each other. And each sheep watches the feet of the one in front of them. But the one in the very front is watching the feet of the shepherd. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's, it's crazy because the sheep literally will not move they won't march into the next area until the shepherd begins to lead them. Mm-hmm. Goats are just like, oh yeah, look at you. I mean, I love those goat videos where the goats are just running around, they'll do flips and <laughs> jump off the stuff. I mean, it's hilarious. But in the in the spiritual nature of what we're talking about, the goats are spazzes and they 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 make sure that what they want to <clears throat> do happens and they make it happen. And like my my contention is this, like There are so many Christians out there that are doing what they want, when they want. And then when it turns out to be a success, they're like, oh, well, God did it. God blessed my step in faith. Yeah, he he blessed my chaos and this is what happened. Listen, 
I'm I'm not going to say that he doesn't do that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we still have to keep moving, but the Lord is basically saying, I want you to move when I say to move, mm-hmm. not, not just do what you want. And then when it works out, you go, Oh Lord, it's amazing mm-hmm. because it, that, that reminds me of the other scripture. Many of you have probably already been referencing this in your head as we've been talking, but the part where Jesus says that many of you will say, but we cast out demons in your name. We did this. We, we, we made miracles happen in your name. We did all this stuff in your name. And Jesus is still going to say, depart from me, you evildoer, for I never knew you. That's the scariest thing. I would say that's what keeps a healthy fear of the Lord is knowing that just because I'm doing something and I'm putting God's stamp of approval on it, he might not have been anywhere near that. Mm. And and you know why the sheep follow the shepherd, even if in their minds they think, I think that area looks a little better or there's more green over there or whatever, right? They follow the shepherd like we were talking Mm. about. You know why they follow the shepherd? Because of their relationship with the shepherd. They Mm. know the shepherd's voice. They have spent time with the shepherd. They have, you know laid beside each other in a field and I don't know what shepherds and sheep do, but they know the shepherd. And I just think it's such a beautiful thing because they trust, well, I mean, the shepherd's going to take care of me. He always has. He always has. So he always will. And they just go with him. And this is just like a funny thing that I experienced too, because we were talking about how sheep like look down and follow their footsteps. I'm telling you in that desert, it's all you rocks and you have to, because if you look up, you're like, that's a pretty thing. And you're going to trip. There's going to be a rock <laughs> right there. Yeah. It happened to me several times. It happened to you several times. It did. If you try to look at anything like, what's that over there? Well, mm-hmm. you're going to fall. Okay. Yeah. And, and I just think that's so interesting too, because we have to look at the path that the Lord has for us. Even if he get, just gives us a little step forward. Hey, you can see a little bit to take a step, take a step, yeah. move forward. Keep going. People have done this before you. They're taking the same path of righteousness. Let's go. Let's keep going. We're together. We're a church. We're one body. And I just thought it was like, I don't know, such a beautiful representation of how we're supposed to be. And that kind of segues into the next thing that we want to talk about. Did you want to introduce the whole goat Oh yeah. So I think this is funny. So I think that, I think that we, we, we just have a, we just have a warped view of how things are supposed to be in the world. I think that we've talked about in podcasts before and, and, you know, maybe, maybe you might have to go back and and watch a new one, but I'll touch on it just for a second. In, in Hebrew culture, everything is plural. It's, it's all we, it's all like, we're one people. So Mm -hmm. like everything is, is not so you know, singled out to where they say we, but in our Greco-Roman American culture, everything's about me, 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 me. So it's like, well, how does this make me feel? That they're more um, group driven, like family driven, just is exactly why most of the time children followed in the footsteps of their parents. Like if, you know, just like the disciples, if your parents your grandparents were fishermen, you're most likely going to be a fisherman. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's all we, it's all building toward we, but in America, we have disputes all the time about who's the goat, right? 
greatest of all time. We, we argue uh, over basketball players. We argue over golf players. We argue over, you know, soccer players, whatever sport that you're into or, you know, any, any activity that you can watch on TV. It's like, oh, what's the greatest TV show of all time? It's what's- the obsession. Yeah. Who is the greatest. And yeah. it's so funny to me because now I'm like, please don't say I'm the goat. Yeah. Because now I'm like, I don't want to have anything to do with goats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it takes me back to uh, Jesus and his disciples where it was, it wasn't it Peter, yeah. James and John. They were literally arguing about who's going to be the greatest and yeah. all this stuff, who's going to be the greatest in heaven. And they were just arguing and G- they shouldn't have been arguing around Jesus. I'll tell you what, because Jesus ended up saying, well, um, if anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. So do you really want to be a goat? (laughs) No, but it's just Jesus is like, actually, the least of these is the greatest. Mm. And you know what? I want to be a sheep because they're humble, they're meek, and they are the servants of all, like what Jesus said. So yeah. I don't want to be the goat. I don't care if I'm never the greatest at one thing. I don't care because yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. I had to I had to say this. Um uh Brad Nelson, who actually has agreed to be on our podcast in the future. No Brad's awesome too. He's we awesome. know a lot of we know a lot of cool Brads. Um Yeah, you know. But you. anyway, Brad, I, I was talking to him the other day and it, it kind of made me think I've always wanted to, and this is what I said, I'm going to be really transparent in this moment. Like I really, I really don't want to be, but I feel like I should. Um, you know, he was, he was asking me about a lot of different things that, that I do in life and, and a lot of different things. And, and so I just, I made the statement and I couldn't even hardly believe that I made the statement, but I made the statement. And I said, I just feel like I've never been in a room where I was the smartest person in the room. And, you know, the the enemy can always make you feel like you're maybe not the smartest person in the room. But Brad said something to me in that moment that changed everything. And so he said this, he said, he said, Aubrey, wisdom, true wisdom, true godly wisdom is never wanting to be the smartest person in the room. He said, Mm. he said, wisdom goes out looking for answers. It doesn't say come to me because I have them all. Mm. And so when I was sitting there going, I I was thinking about this podcast that we were about to record and and the things that were coming out of my mouth when I was talking to him. And I was sitting there going, I have such a goat mentality because it's all about well, you know, what, mm-hmm. what can I do? This is, you know, me, I, I, I just want to be in a room where I can be the smartest one. And he said, he said, not only is wisdom not being the smartest person in the room, but true wisdom says that I'm going to go on a journey to find out what, or to find instruction. Mm-hmm. I'm on a journey to find instruction, which means like true wisdom is like, I'm always seeking more instruction. And that is completely against everything that I think, you know, a lot of us think that you know, our pastors should have all the answers. We, we hold them up on this, on this high regard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man. And so when you are a pastor, you feel this need to always have the answer. Yeah. Right. And so then, you know, if you're not careful, you are the leading goat 
because you want to be the smartest person in the room. You want to have all the answers. You want when somebody in your congregation or somebody that you love comes to you and is like, what do I do with this? You want to be the go-to. You want to be the greatest of all time. That sounded like goat, the go-to. The go-to, yeah. And wow. so Jesus is literally Jesus is literally saying that that God hasn't called you to be the smartest person in the mm-hmm. room. He calls you to be the best follower in the room (laughs) and not following people around you that can influence you, but be the best follower of the shepherd and seeking true wisdom, no matter what room that you're in. Oh my gosh. And it wrecked me. It wrecked me because, you know, we all push toward this, this one time in our lives where it's like, man, maybe one day I will have everything put together. I'll have enough information. I'll be wise enough to, 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 you know, be set. Like we're, we're all pushing for this. You know, everybody's pushing to be comfortable later on in life. You're always pushing, but Jesus is saying, dude, stop trying to be a goat. Stop trying to produce everything for everyone else. Stop trying to be the milk producer, the meat producer, your hair, your skin. Stop trying to be all things to all people and just be a sheep. Just follow my feet. Keep your eyes down. As I'm walking in front of you and leading you down these paths of righteousness, I want you to be a sheep, a sheep that says, Wherever you go, I'll go. And that's it. And you know, the sheep are okay with the fact that they're only useful once a year. (laughs) To be sheer. Or it'd be a sacrifice. Either way. Sacrifice. But it's just, are you okay with that? Like Mm. I have to ask myself because so many times I just have this amazing time with the Lord. But then later in the day, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, when was the last time I asked to pray for someone? Or, oh my gosh, when was the last time I helped lead someone to Christ? Do you know what I mean? Mm. That mindset. And it's like, hmm, maybe I should just be a sheep and have a relationship with my shepherd and follow him when he leads me. And if it's only once a year I seem useful, then it's only once a year I seem useful. And that's okay with me because I'm not focusing on production. I'm focusing on my Lord and my Savior and my shepherd. And that's good enough for me. Hmm. Yeah. And I like, so I just, I just want to say one more thing. All right. You can do any type of research that you want and I encourage you to do so. One thing that you'll discover, sheep are harder to take care of than goats. And in the ancient context, right? Sheep didn't produce as much. They were harder to take care of. Goats could live in the wild and like be okay. Like sheep couldn't, sheep needed a shepherd. They needed somebody to get like goats. Goats were just wild all the time. They did whatever they wanted to. So sheep were higher maintenance mm-hmm. to the shepherd. There, there were actually instances where if a shepherd was just chilling and not paying attention, his sheep done walked off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> because they're like one foot in front. And they're just like yeah. going. <laughs> and they would follow each other and they would just keep <laughs> just running off, you know, walking off the cliff. One after another, just falling off. Because they're not paying attention to what they're doing. They're, they're, they're <clears throat> having to be led by a shepherd, right? And so God knows that you're high maintenance. And good thing we have a good shepherd. Right. That, that, that's the beauty. A lot of people are like, well, I want to produce this. Like, I, I don't want to have to rely on anybody. 
Like, I, I don't want to have to, I want to be able to produce. I want to be able to do this and do that. And, and, you know, not, not have anybody that I rely on for any good, but Jesus is literally telling us, I want you to be a sheep and you will rely on me for everything. I will lead you to green pastures. I will lead you to just enough to get you by for that day. And I'm okay with it. I don't need you to produce. I don't need you. I don't need all the fluff. I don't need Mm -hmm. all this stuff that you think you have to do for your community. I just want you to be a sheep. And as you follow me, I'll lead you to where you need to go. I'll lead you to water. I'll lead you to food. And, you know, sometimes I'm going to cut your wool off and you're going to have to learn to, you know, abide in those seasons where (laughs) where he's going to cut stuff off of you. That could be another segue into something else. Maybe that'll be part five. But either way, (laughs) and, and this, this, Guys, this oh, literally comes. This sorry. literally comes from three verses of Matthew twenty-five, and we're not even done. We ain't even done because next week, next podcast, we're going to talk about the the amazing difference between why goats on the left mm-hmm. and why sheep on the right. Why? Well, because I don't know. Why? <laughs> because everything in Scripture is there on purpose. And for a purpose. So we hope that you have really <clears throat> caught something today. Maybe you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, I've been a goat my whole life. God is rich in mercy. All it takes is a mind shift that says, and, and just start waking up in the morning and saying, Lord, help me be a sheep. Mm-hmm. Help me be one of your sheep that I will walk the path that you are laying before me today. I'm tired of going on my own. I'm tired of doing things the way that I think they need to be done. I just want to follow you and watch as you change your your process and your mind becomes more of seek God first instead of seek what I want first and then give God credit later. Mm -hmm. This is in my head, so I have to... Say you it. have to say it. <clears throat> so when we were talking about the sheep falling off the cliff one by one, that's because that shepherd wasn't watching his flock. And so I want to also ask you the question, is your shepherd the Lord? Is he ultimately your shepherd? Or are you really 100% following a human and mm-hmm. just like dead set? Like if they tell you walk off that cliff, then by goodness, that's what I'm doing. And I just really want to challenge you with that. And really, really, um, because sometimes you can be a sheep and you can really get hurt because you're following the wrong shepherd. And I just want you to know there's only one good, good shepherd and I'm not saying that, you know, cause people call pastors shepherds. I'm not saying pastors are bad. I'm just saying you ultimately have one good shepherd. So mm. if you have that mindset and you have a relationship with the good shepherd, then you won't go off a cliff and you won't feel like you were left. And because I think we put too much, like what Aubrey said earlier, we put too much on a human. Mm. That's not fair to pastors. That's not fair. It's just not. And so I want to ask you to to ask yourself that question and make sure that your shepherd is the Lord and that you're focusing mm. on your relationship with him yeah. and that he's the only one, the words that come out of his mouth are scripture and are 100% truth, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. I just, I just feel like I want to, I want to close this episode out in prayer because I, I think that for some of us, 
we we might be looking and going, man, I, I've been a goat for far too long. And, and mm-hmm. so, sometimes um, we we know that uh, a heart change is necessary for a change of direction. Uh, a heart change needs to happen and prayer can change things. And so mm-hmm. I, I just think that, you know, with, with you watching today and then the two of us here, right, where two or more gather, you know, and it, there's just power in that. And so like, I want to pray for you that's listen that you're listening today and pray for us because mm-hmm. we have to guard goat tendencies every day, <laughs> yeah. every day we can go out, we can strike out on our own at any time, but we want to humble ourselves before a holy God that says, we want to just follow in your footsteps. So heavenly father, mm-hmm. I just thank you for everybody that tunes into this podcast. Lord, I just pray that, that your will is being done in their life. But Lord, I just pray that each and every one of us has the strength and the wisdom to submit to your leadership, Lord, to to follow in your footsteps, to follow you down those paths of righteousness and not put our own uh, our own agenda in front of where you are leading us. But Lord, it, it takes more dedication. It takes more time with you to really decipher the steps that we need to take. So Lord, I just issue that challenge and I ask that you help each and every one of us to follow in your steps better from here on out, Lord, that, that we don't we don't want to do things and then give you credit later. We want to know that we are following you each and every step of the way. So Lord, guide us and direct us as you promised the Holy Spirit would today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us again, for continuing to support us. Uh, we love this. We, we love um, getting to pour in and, and share with you guys, especially from our trip in Israel. Yeah. Um, but we're going to continue on this this same the same description of what Jesus talked about. We're gonna we're gonna continue on in this Good Shepherd series, um, and we're just gonna throw out more information. But I hope that you learn through this that even the smallest of subjects in the Bible carry such cool illustrations and like God is intentional about every word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the word intentional. So mm-hmm. we have to be intentional coming into the word because the word was Absolutely. written intentionally. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you for, again for joining yes. us today. Uh, we'll see you next week right here. Same time, same place. We'll see you later. Bye. 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 Bye.